A little birdie told me that it is a new year. Welcome to 2023. Okay, what's up? It's a new year. What's cracking? It's it's currently Sunday, January 8th, 2023. Merry New Year. Happy Christmas. Merry Kwanzaa. Kwanzaa just happened, as we said. Let me talk a little bit about Kwanzaa, if you know what I'm trying to say. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. All right. So, I'm going to talk about a little bit of my life. We're going to talk about, we're going to get into a whole new thing, okay? I'm going to try to be putting these out weekly. Damn, no matter what, it's either going to be a little five-minute sesh or it's going to be a little long sesh. Or is it going to have an interview or it's not going to have an interview? Let's have fun. Let's keep this year this is our year, okay? This is the year of being selfish. This is the year of being me. This is the year of Brendan turning 23. This is the year where I have seven years left, and then I'm 30. Fuck. Seven years ago, I was 15. Fuck. It's crazy. Okay, so I'm just going to read a little thing that I wrote. It's either going to stay in or it's not going to stay in, so let's see. My life has been weird lately. I know what I want to do, and I'm having fun trying to get there, but women are the biggest distraction and disappointments. Friends act like they're friends, but gossip behind people's backs, and I'm a victim of doing that as well. My life has been about me and people around me, and I don't know what I've been doing today, three months ago, and I love that. Life has so many gifts, and I see everything as a new beginning to add to my last bag, and I hope for more because... Someday I won't have that virtue anymore. I don't take anything for granted around me, and I shouldn't be here right now. And I know that, and I'm hoping for the loss that I've had. And I'm happy for the loss that I had. It's sad, but I needed it. It sucks, but I needed it. Um, I needed it to happen. I'm happy for how I was treated in different situations, no matter the outcome, because if not for that, I wouldn't be here. I'm happy for my mom, my family, my biological mom for giving me up for adoption um because to do that you have to have an immense amount of love already um i'm happy for my parents that chose me as kids that chose the kids in the divorce um i'm happy for my older sister to learn from and to teach as well i'm happy to have an open-minded family i'm happy they let me be who i am no matter what i'm happy even if I'm not myself and they can tell that I'm happy, my friends, for the ups and downs, the secrets and the lies, I'm happy for all of it because I know that I'm living and doing it right and I'm feeling all the feelings no matter what. So the fact that you're feeling what you're feeling means that you're doing it right because you're feeling something and you're alive and you're a human being and you're on this earth during this time, which is, which we could fight and arguably be, arguably say is the best time to be alive in the world. I don't talk about these topics that I talk about on here with anyone, not because I don't want to. It's because I don't want to force it on people about, I don't want to force them to talk about serious things because most of the time people don't want to talk about serious things, but most of the time that's all that I want to talk about. So I'm just sad. And also it's, okay, let's back it up to the paragraph. Let's rewrite it. Um, I don't talk about those topics. Uh, wait, sorry. Okay, my eyes just went completely like, okay. 
I don't talk about these topics that I talk about on here with anyone, not because I don't want to, it's because they don't want to. I don't want to force people to talk about serious things because then I feel like it is just forced upon and it's not a sincere conversation. Um, and like we can talk about the serious things, like how I know most of my friends probably didn't vote and that I, <sighs> okay, this is where it gets a little dicey. So I'm just going to say it, uh, probably five to six people that I would call my friends probably voted. Everyone else is young and under the light to believe that they can change the world and to me, I'm not mad. Like most people would, I'm just sad for them because they don't get the public government that's known everything about its private citizens, but we know nothing about the public government. It's sad and I can't control it. It's a fact that I'm going to, sorry, let's rewind that because that one just hit, Brendan hit hard there, okay? So the world and for me, I'm not mad because most people would. I'm just sad for them because they don't get that we have a public government that knows everything about its private citizens, but we know nothing about its public government. It's sad and I can't control the facts that I'm going to try to change it, but I can only talk about my experience with that and the people that I can learn from and people can learn from me. Or they can call me, and people call me names, I call them names, but get a life praising people on the internet and tearing people down on the internet is overrated. Just to be funny and use it as an extension of life, not an escape. The internet is the real world. Let's hit that back. Let's run that back again. The internet is an extension of life, not an escape from the real world. The internet is the real world. So if you don't understand that, get on it, okay? Here's another thing. This is That was something that I wrote five days ago, it looks like. Now, here's one from a while ago. Here's one from November. Um, I don't care what people say. I don't care what they do. And in that sense, I don't care who says the N-word. I don't care how they use it. I don't care what you do, because that word is not in my vocabulary for many reasons. Some are because it's predominantly around, I'm predominantly around white people, and if they say it, that would just be like, what the fuck? I also don't like it because of the history behind the word and the hatred and the animosity towards my people and the past and... Because the animosity towards my people, the past, present, and the future. So for those reasons, I am out on the word. But anyways... Uh, any anybody can say it, but also you have to realize that repercussions can come with it. So, like, you can say, do whatever you want, but if you're a white person and you say the N-word, you have to understand that something's going to come with it. Like, <laughs> you you don't got free reign, my guy, okay? Let's see. What other what other gems can I drop for y'all, okay? Um, Let's see. Oh, this is my dream. That was a I had a weird dream. Um, okay, here we go. This is a long, a long notes thing. Let's see here. Don't ever thank others for your own success. Okay. I am the worst when it comes to taking compliments and taking praise, but I'm also the best when it comes to giving compliments and giving praise and thanking people and saying that. So I need to stop apologizing for my own actions and start thanking myself for my own actions. Because I, I heard um, over like last week, there was this, this person was saying like, I used to always 
No, it was Josh Peck. I saw this video clip of Josh Peck saying like he used to always um, leave conversations thinking about how awkward it was, how he said this, how he shouldn't have done that, and like all this. And he said like that was most of like his 20s and 30s. And now thinking back on it and looking back on it, he wishes that he wouldn't have thought that it was them or he wish he wouldn't have thought it was him. And now he realizes that it was always them. And I really hit home with that because I'm always trying to make everybody comfortable in all situations. It's just what I do. And when I don't do that, it's just like what people, it's just awkward all the time. So it's not me. For me, whenever it's awkward around me, it's because I'm not trying. Because <laughs> whenever I try, it's not awkward. And that could you could take that as a flex take that as me being like an asshole but it's just the sad truth the truth is is that when i try there's no awkward silence no awkward anything but when i don't it's just like it's pulling strings if nobody's on it if that makes sense like i am perfectly content with sitting silent at a silent at a table at a dinner table (laughs) for like 20 minutes just staring at each other. I'm perfectly content with that because that is entertaining all on its own for me. Okay. I, first of all, let me get this out of the way as well. I can perfectly have the most fun with myself. I don't need anybody to have fun. I am the funny. I crack myself up. I can just be walking down the hall somewhere doing something and I will just laugh because I thought of something that I did a while ago or someone else did. Like I can just get myself to laugh. So I did I'm not like these normal people. Like I've said this on here multiple times, I'm not a normal fucking person. I can go out to eat by myself and have be perfectly content. I can do everything by myself and be perfectly content, but I'd like to share those experiences with people because that is the difference in the world, is the individuality. Yes, it's nice and all, but also as a collective group, humans, just like bees, just like ants, just like wolves, just like everything works better in a pack. Sometimes... It doesn't, but sometimes it does. So you just have to realize those moments, those times, there's times for everything. So now back to this. When somebody compliments you, don't say thank you because you would be agreeing to something that they might not mean and take it in the way that you don't want them to. And your guard would... Okay, let me read this. Time out. Let's take a little pause. I'm going to pause here. I'll come back when I fully read this whole thing. Okay, we're back just like that. That was a, that was a second, but for me, that was a little bit. So this... Like I've said, context again for this section of the podcast is these are notes that I would write down because everyone's like my brain, if I don't have the microphone in front of me, I write down notes. I either write them out or I do diction and I just say it and there's like paragraphs. So this one is a paragraph that was, like I said, from November. Started with that whole um, when someone compliments you, don't say thank you. Don't ever thank others for your own success. And then here we go. Because that would be agreeing to something that they might not mean and take it in the way that they want them to. Then your guard is down and you don't have the upper hand. You always need the upper hand unless you trust the person enough to let them peel back your layers. You can only let that happen out over time. Time is the most important thing in this world for relationships, commitment, and living in the world. Time is your enemy and time is your friend. Things used to not make sense to me now. All I try to do is understand it. And if I can't, my curiosity kicks in. And I find different ways to tell people in the world what I'm thinking. Like this podcast, like these daily notes, like every time. 
and I drive to do them. I love to write, talk, listen, and read, smell things, taste things, and see things. I love expressing myself in a bunch of different ways and love finding new ways, finding people, finding the ways that they think, finding the ways that they do things, and just their mannerisms. I just like people. Like I said all the time, I love people. I hate people. That's why I love people. The difference... Okay. Now... Those are just my thoughts. This is also my thoughts, but this is my thoughts on the the whole black people hating cops thing and like how it's not like our generation. Like I said, when when this the whole race thing, I only think it's a it's a true issue with people like thirty and up. Everybody else doesn't see a, us that way in my eyes. They yes, they have that underlying like there's this black person in front of me. I'm scared, but they don't say that out loud. Is that worse or better than the old lady that moves to the other side of the lane? I don't know. It's, it's weird. It's, it's, it's life. <laughs> That's the easiest way to put it. It's life. Okay. So this is what, this is my thoughts on this. So the difference is that we as a black community are not against the cops altogether. We are against the police violence towards our loved ones and community it just so happens that the scale in which the violence happens is diabolical and discriminatory in a lot of cases that happens to the amount of black people locked up to the number of white people locked up. Like, it is, it's, it's gross, it's el grosso, it's el gordo, it's el, no thank you, it's, there is, I want to say, black people make about 13% of the population. This is just, by the way, off the top of my head, so these could be completely wrong, but black people make about 13% of the community in America. It's either like 13 or 27. I don't know why those numbers are sticking out to me. And we make up about 67% of the incarcerated population. And it's just like, this. let me find this. Let me, one second. Okay, so we got some stats here. So according to science, uh, sciencingproject.org, here are some gnarly stats for you. Black Americans are incarcerated in state prisons at nearly five times the rate of white Americans. Nationally, one in every 81 black adults in the U.S. is serving time in state prison. Wisconsin leads the nation in black imprisonment rates, and one in every 36 black Wisconsinites are in prison. Fuck. In 12 states, more than half the prison population is black. Alabama, Delaware, Georgia, Illinois, Louisiana, Maryland, Michigan, Mississippi, New Jersey, North Carolina, South Carolina, and Virginia. Those 12 states, more than half the prison population is black. Seven states maintain a black-to-white disparity larger than 9 to 1. So for every 9 black people, there's one white person. Or Sorry, other way around. For every 9 white people, there's one black person. Wait, I don't know. I'm mixing this up. But the, the ratio is 9 to 1, black to white. California, Connecticut, Iowa, Maine, Minnesota, New Jersey, and Wisconsin. So, predominantly white. That is the thing. My cousins were just in town for Christmas. And they're like, we go to church. And they're just, they look around and they're like, there's a lot of white people here. And I was like, yep, predominantly white town. And it's funny because they're white. So it's like, they're not used to being around all white people. <laughs> they were weirded out by it. So I just found that funny. And it's like, well, if that's how you feel, imagine how I feel. <laughs> or it's just like, we go out to eat and like my friends, they, they get all these faces from these people. Cause we walk in and like, I don't think they understand like 
they're not looking at us because we're younger, like we're outfitting. It's like they're all, I'm making eye contact with all of them. I don't think they realize that. And it's like people, you could think like they're, that I'm being like, what's it called? Like main character energy, quote unquote. But I'm like the looks you don't understand. <laughs> I've been getting that same exact look my whole entire life. I, I know that look. The It's the look. And then I, like I've said on here before, I dress a certain way because I do not let them get that upper hand on me without knowing me. I don't let them see myself in a light that wouldn't be good, if that makes sense. I, I, I put myself out there in a certain way so that they can't give me that, that one-off judgment of, oh, look at that black guy over there. But if they were, which they don't, I'm, you know, I'm going to start to do this. I, I don't, I, I, I need to start to do this more. I need to just go, Hey bitch, Google me. Okay. Who can say that they have seven over like around 700 people that have said nice things about them on the internet? Not many. So that's going to be like my new thing. It's like, Hey bitch, Google me. Cause you Google me, you look up, you find this podcast, you Google me, you find my Twitter, you Google me, you find my expulsion, you Google me, you find change.org. If you go to change.org, shout out Haley and Lois. They started change.org when I got expelled and about 700 people signed that thing saying that Brennan was a nice guy because Brennan is a nice guy. <laughs> I also think I've talked about this on here too. Like the last time that I honestly think that I've gotten angry was in 2017. It's 2023. I can honestly say like five years ago was the last time that I got super mad and it was because these kids at church didn't pick up after themselves. They're my confirmant kids and they didn't pick up after themselves and they lied to me straight to my face saying that they did. So I brought them all back and we all went and cleaned up and then they, Brendan got serious that night. Brendan normally does not get serious like that. Brendan got serious that night. They thought I was joking around and I wasn't. They learned very quickly that I wasn't. So I don't like to be angry. Who likes to be angry? Nobody. So why the fuck be angry? Be happy. Have a good life. You're breathing. You're living. You're listening to this. You're, you can eat food. You can see out of your eyes. You can hear out of your ears. You can smell out of your nose. You can walk with your two legs. Like, you know, it's like that question. Would you give up $2 billion for your left eye? No, why not? Cause it means so much to you. So come on back to these now. Okay. The, the, the disparities in the, in the, in the black community when it comes to the jail and imprisonments, okay? So, first of all, I'm just getting off track. This podcast is everywhere. I'm going to end it soon. I want it to be short. Um, let's talk BG. Okay, let's talk Russia. Let's talk Ukraine. Let's talk FTX. Let's talk Joe Biden. Let's talk it all. It's all rounded up together. So come on. Now let's talk BG. We gave a WNBA player back, or we got a WNBA player back and we gave them a war criminal. Sounds like a good trade to me. We gave up this chick that was going to prison for nine years for bringing, willingly, knowingly, bringing in a banned substance, okay? For weed to Russia. Gets locked up. Political thing. We all know this. Julian Estrange is still still in jail, but hey, we Snowden. But hey, we care about BG, you know? <laughs> Priorities. Um, <laughs> can we start to keep that same energy now for the people that are locked up in jail because in America because of you now, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris? Like what what you guys did in the past? Like I get you care now. You're like, hey, people shouldn't be arrested for marijuana now. Like, that's illegal. You can't do that, Russia. 
give her back. And yet we have, okay, I'm just going to throw this number out there. I'm guessing like around 100,000 to 500,000 people that are locked up in jail right now for marijuana in the States for petty crimes too. Petty, petty crimes. It's still illegal in most states. But hey, we don't care because we love Britney. We love Britney. Like, what the fuck, man? Like, I understand it. But, like, she wasn't innocent, man. She didn't, like, I, it's just bullshit. Why do we care so much about that? I understand she's an American. I fully understand that. But this man that we traded killed Americans. So what's better? Someone that has killed Americans and wants to kill more Americans in the future and could possibly, we are giving him the means during a war to go back to his home country to kill a bunch more people that he wants to. Cool. We're cool with that. Or do we want a basketball player back? Do we keep someone in the jail that will keep Americans safe? Or do we bring back a basketball player that don't even get me fucking started on the WNBA, bro? I all respect to them. All respect. Women, I have the utmost respect for all women, especially if they do sports. Personally, I like women that do sports. I find them way more attractive than women that don't do sports. But that is a whole different topic. Uh, what I want to get to is how they're talking about how they, they want the same revenue share and everything that the NBA has. Like they, they're like, well, we just want the same like deals that they have with their, the revenue share. We want the percentages like they have. Well, if they wanted percentages, I am again, without the numbers, I am like 80, 87% sure that the WNBA does not make money. I'm pretty sure that they are in the red every single month like probably by like hundreds of thousands of dollars. So if they want a revenue share, their revenue share is zilch. <laughs> so I think they should look at the numbers first. Let me, this is a great, this is a great thing. Um, let's go to Siri now. Siri, what is the, okay, wait. Um, WNBA in the green. Um, money wise, monthly. Let's find out. Um, bum, bum, bum. how much money does the, they bring in a year annually? They bring in, they generate more than $86 million in revenue. Um, how much does the WNBA spend a year? They spend 60 million or they spend 60 million plus salaries. Um, so yeah, the WNBA loses money every year. In fact, in its 25 year history, it's never made a profit. So like how much, uh, NBA players currently receive approximately 50%. So they want, so NBA gets 50% and WNBA players receive a 20% revenue share of the Jersey sales and contracts. But I'm pretty sure that the W that's a lie. I'm pretty sure WNBA, they don't get anything for Jersey, Jersey sales and tickets. I think it's just for the TV contracts that they get paid from. Um, does it make money? Yeah, it loses, it loses on average $10 million a year. So if we take away negative 10 million, 20% of that, that is 200,000. So they want negative 200,000. Do you want to pay the WNBA 200,000 a year? <laughs> See, it's stuff like this that like, it just, this shit doesn't make sense. It's stuff like, um, Andrew Tate getting arrested it's stuff like 
this I saw this video clip on it was like YouTube shorts or something and this lady just says I think that all little boys should be scared and not touch women and I think that they should never touch women and that rhetoric I think is slowly starting to get pushed around more about how they want men to be treated and acting like around women and being scared and all of this when I personally think that over the years, men have not changed at all and women have changed drastically. Like, I mean, I don't think I can stress this enough that the makeup industry is a billion-dollar industry. And women say that they do it to feel good, but they feel good when they get home and they take their makeup, makeup off, take their bra off, and get in their comfy clothes. So you don't do it to feel good. You do it to look good. So... But looking good makes you feel good, so technically you are doing it because it makes you feel good. So I understand that. So it's it's like a weird little cycle thing that's that's happening with it, where it's just like, personally, I like women that are naturally beautiful. But I also, women take that as an insult because then they're just like, what, so you don't like my style? And it's like, that's not it at all. That's not what I'm saying. I like makeup. I think makeup is awesome because it's a different way to express yourself. I personally think okay i think i could get my ears pierced do i want to get my ears pierced yes do i think i can rock it no but do i want to yes does that mean that i'm going to get my ears pierced no does it mean i'm not going to get my ears pierced no so what does it mean it means i want to get my ears pierced (laughs) but does it mean i'm going to no endless likely you see what i'm saying like ah First of all, if you're a guy, women are the biggest attraction ever. And if you're a girl, in my opinion, men are the best things for you. (laughs) And I know that's a terrible thing to say. (laughs) Terrible thing to say. But, like, when it comes to women, like, you're... When it actually comes down to women, most of the time they are scared, anxious. They're always... they're, They're super something. They're never just, like calm if that makes sense and if they are it doesn't last that long they mean okay this (laughs) and i mean all of this with the utmost like don't take this as me being mean or an asshole or whatever it's just like what i have found out to be a fact about women is they can be calm for a little bit but not that much guys can be calm for a lot more a lot longer women are always just like getting scrutinized like they are just like if an older man tries to talk to a younger girl, that's weird. But if an older woman talks to a younger guy, that's like, okay, cool, good for you. You're in the MILFs, huh? <laughs> like, it's just shit like that that people need to just fully understand that we're completely different. And if you don't want to be, then cool. Let me just end on this one last question, okay? So explain this to me. If there's more than two genders, then why are people only transitioning into being a boy or a girl? explain that to me okay have a good day everybody (laughs) and also let's talk about caitlin jenner before before when she was oh god wait i found this out this was this blew my mind okay so bruce jenner apparently like killed somebody or something i don't know but like was in a car crash and was in court and everything and then like he transitioned into caitlin and then everything went away and then caitlin won woman of the year six months later (laughs) so if you're a woman i'd be pissed just saying Something to be mad about. Think about it. Hasta la vista. Have a good day. Merry Christmas. Happy Kwanzaa. Hallelujah.